Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. Oh, I am uh, kind of beat up. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of things that are uh, uh, messed up with your old pal EZ. From my brain, to my pee-pee, to my knee. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. My brain and my pee-pee and my knee are experiencing issues. I called the doc. I, I made, well, I didn't call. I went on the thing and made an appointment. And it isn't until tomorrow at 1230 for the old knee. Well, I'm like, oh, God. So last night, bedtime. That's that's when they hit. That's when the panic attacks hit. You know, it's all about, well, clearly, uh, this whole household is going to implode like an Ocean Gate sub. Everything is going to, I'm walking uh, on thin ice and uh, everything is going to collapse. Everything we've worked for. And, and I, what, you're like, well, what do you mean? I go, well, you know, what this all boils down to with me is I'm always concerned that um, I'm going to run out of money. It's always about money. Always, always, always. I, And it's never come true. Never once have I lost sleep about this. And then it eventually, you know, works out where I'm homeless. And I, I swear to God, it's so not realistic. But it's uh, it's a regular thing. So I took the, uh, the damn emergency pill. Now, if you take the emergency pill, there's a, it's a side effect. Uh, it's deep sleep. Deep, deep sleep. I think it's a... Uh, it's the type of pill that, you know, like the effect you get on your body when you take Benadryl. Uh, that's that's kind of where my brain is when I take when I take the emergency pill. So I was knocked out. I wake up and I got to pee. All right. I go, I take the pee, but... Uh, Next problem. I have to pee bad, but hardly. It's like dribble, dribble. I'm having a prostate issue. Again, there's a prostate flare up. So what the fuck? So it just feels like I'm not, I haven't really gone to the bathroom, but I did, but not that much. It's because there's still plenty of pee there that needs to leave. So I'm standing there like an asshole. 4.30 in the morning. With my ding dog in my hand, trying to go pee. I can't go pee. Happened again uh, this morning when I woke up. I took the medicine. There's that uh, Flomax. I take that. All right. Okay, that problem solved. Then there's the knee, which, boy, um, okay, my knee has felt a little strange, but nothing really that big of a deal since last week. When, um, when it, when it hit, when the real problem occurred, uh, and then it, it just, the intense pain just hit me. And I think something's definitely wrong. I was talking with, uh, show member, audience member, Dr. Jim Barry, who I'm not sure what he's a doctor of. 
That's what Jackie said to me. Cause, um, Dr. Jim, I think lives in South Carolina or North Carolina, one of the Carolinas. And, uh, based on me talking about it, he wrote, Hey, big fraud, hate to tell you this, but it sounds like your old knee might be getting arthritic based upon your description on the podcast on Thursday. Sounds like you may be having some cartilage issues. If it's still bothering you, I'd lay off the ice now and use moist heat for 20 minutes at a time. Might want to have an orthopedic check it out as well. They'll get an x-ray, then probably want to get an MRI because orthos love MRIs. I I talked to Jackie about this. She goes, what's the doctor? I go, well, it says right here, Dr. Jim, ATC. He's also a member of SCAT, which sounds weird. N-R-E-M-T and ITAT. She goes, what are those? I I have no idea. Uh, I asked him, is it okay for me to walk on, even though it's a little tender, I want to get some exercise. He says, yes, as long as you can tolerate it. So I did, I was able to tolerate it. I mean, it was uncomfortable, but as I walked, the pain kind of left, you know how that is. You kind of get warmed up. So the goal was to close my, uh, move ring, you know, the thing on the, uh, on the old iPhone, I mean, most of you have uh, Apple Watches. You have this on there. I, I haven't yet purchased an Apple Watch, so I have to use this phone. So I, I crushed it Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, almost uh, just over 19,000 steps, eight and a half miles walking. I didn't walk eight and a half miles. I walked probably like four, and then I had to mow the lawn, and then the Steps I took during the day, so I was proud of that. A little uncomfortable, though. At the end of the day, I had to really ice that thing down. Yesterday, same deal. Went for a walk with my Pooh Bear. 13,865 steps, 6.36 miles. This is all good because ultimately, I got to drop 30 like we've been talking about. And I uh, I am now coming to grips with the fact that running may not be in my f- uh, foreseeable future. The only way I can uh, uh, be able to run again is if this knee is recovered. And I am at the starting point of that. Dr. Jim, who my daughter disputes his credentials, I do not. Uh, I describe my symptoms to him as a bit of swelling, slight deformity, range of motion limitations, and cracking noises. This just sounds like you've got a cartilage issue. Time to go see the ortho. I wrote on my way. Uh, in fact, on Saturday, I got done with my walk. And then, believe it or not, with something I don't do, I got in the fucking pool and was using a kickboard to do a little hydrotherapy for like 10 minutes. That felt great. Uh, The walk wasn't pain-free, but it wasn't too much. I wasn't limping, but I could tell there was something wrong in there. He says, just do me a favor and don't be a stubborn old man. Go get that thing looked at. I'm thinking you may have a torn meniscus that is flopping around in there. That would also explain the popping and clicking. I also noticed you mentioned that you thought you may be missing an ACL. That could be something to do with it as well, but I'm kind of suspicious of that because... If you had completely torn ACL, you would have had issues long before now. 
especially with all of your past triathlons and road races. So he's not uh, thinking that that, well, we'll see. We'll see. Floppy meniscus is no good, says Tyler. I am, uh, so I'm going to go to the doc on Tuesday. And then, you know, he's going to take one look. And, all right, now you got to go see an ortho. And we begin this game. Medicine in the United States. Tyler says Jackie is an expert on knees with her knee surgery obsession. Oh, she's addicted to getting knee surgeries. Seven. Uh, Matt B., who I just married, means well. Means well, but he, it, it's incredibly insulting for him to write, no free beer and hot wings show this week. Getting a good dose of Day- Zane this week, Dane. Zane this week. So what you're saying there is you prefer that over me. That That's what you're saying there. Wouldn't it be better if he just said, hey, this is fun. Instead of, well, since free beer and hot wings aren't here, I guess I'll check you out. How do you fucking do that? I mean, wouldn't it be just nice to say, hey, man, show sounded good. Ryan indicates that Matt doesn't know how to load a dishwasher, so he needs a show like that. I'm so shocked that you find that show entertaining. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I did listen to um, former Free Beer and Hot Wings show cast member Justin. Uh, his new show, and I have plenty of thoughts. As do some of you. I heard from a couple audience members about it, and I'm still thinking about that. About how I want to approach this. I will approach it. I will end up reviewing it. But I'm I'm chewing on it. I listened to the entire thing beginning to end. Um, there's a lot there to process. One of the things that is interesting about him is... He is saying, all right, I'm going to say some real juicy, juicy things about what happened at my old job because he was uh, let go from radio station in Chicago. He goes, I'm saving it for my Patreon, though. That's where I can say whatever I want. Well, I was talking with Radio Voice Linda. That's not exactly true. You can't just go on there and say, yeah, he's a rapist or yeah, he's, I mean, you got to, you can still get sued. Um, I, now I didn't work with them there. I've never worked with them. There was some discussion from audience members about some person known as D V T Dr. Victor Tarantula DVT being a adversary of Justin when he was on his show there. I'm like, well, I don't know who that is. And, but I had a, I thought maybe it has something to do with my pal, Troy who I've known Troy since he uh, drove in a beat-up Datsun across Minnesota and through Michigan to work with me at Z93. 
was 20 years old at the time. I was a couple years older. Uh, his pal, my pal, Rick Church, was the program director of Z93. Troy was chasing the dream. Troy was offered a job, part-timer. Awesome. Worked his way up the ladder. Eventually, um, graduated from Z93 and um, made stops in various radio stations across the United States, uh, including markets like Miami, Nashville, Detroit, and then eventually being the vice president of all of rock programming at Cumulus, the second biggest media company in the country. Troy was a big swinging dick. I'm not saying he's a dick. I'm saying he was some serious clout. The dude really, really crushed it in his career. Uh, he's out of the game right now. He owns a uh, nightclub in Nashville. I find out that DVT is the nickname for Troy. Uh, Deep Voice Troy is what they would call him. Well, I guess Justin hates that dude. And so I reach out to Troy. Dude, uh, this guy's ready to uh, spill some tea on you. And his response was fucking great. <laughs> he goes... The lion doesn't care what the little sheep have to say. <laughs> because I don't even, I'm not even concerned. <laughs> oh God, that's great. Um, so yeah, I, I have, uh, and, and look, I understand that there are people here who actually like him and may like what he's doing, but I'm telling you, and in fact, I, uh, there was one review I saw that of, uh, from Justin of his show that said, ah, yeah, it wasn't that bad. And you need to know it is that bad. It absolutely is that bad. And you need to let go of the thought that it is anything but bad. It's terrible. I just said, I'm not going to say anything about, look, here I am. It's terrible. I can't help myself. I mean, it's, it's, um, but it, it isn't fair for me to uh, throw that out there one show in, but, um, the mistakes that he's making, uh, are hard. It's hard to unring that bell. And I think the biggest problem that he's uh, doing is he's trying to do radio on a podcast. Um, he's over editing it. It's, it's, uh, it's almost like he's reading a script. It's too polished. Every breath is eliminated. Every ah or um is eliminated. Um, the things he says and how they say them ring hollow. It just sounds not very authentic from his stories to how he feels about people. It, nobody's buying it. It didn't, it didn't. And then he has this crazy, crazy laugh that he does because what he's saying isn't really funny, but even if it was funny, don't laugh. You can't sit there and crack up at your own shit. 
That's 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 a horrible thing to do. It's it's awkward as fuck. You can't just sit there and crack up at what the fuck you're saying. Jesus. All right. Now I'm reviewing it. I might as well play the whole fucking thing. Uh, Ryan says, I mean, if you watch episode one of the Eric Zane show podcast, what would happen? Oh no, I would hate that. Um, but all things considered, he may have to, um, I mean, I would, I would, uh, be willing to hear it again and see if he's changed, uh, uh, changed it up a little bit. You know, I mean, it just, it just sounded so fucked up to me. All right. Uh, Chris says, sounds like a, who are these Zanes episode? Without a doubt, without a doubt. All right. So off to the dock tomorrow. I'm liking that. I I'm, I'm excited to hear. I'm excited about my future. Uh, yesterday it was family dinner and for the second time, 10 out of 10, for your old pal EZ from the natives here at the Eric Zancho podcast household. When it comes to my effort at making Asian food, we went with the sweet and sour chicken and fuck. Oh my God. Oh, the fried rice. I just want to talk for a second about the fried rice. First of all, I learned some tricks just by reading the way I do it is I never just go and get the recipe and just uh, do it without studying it. I have to sit down for a significant time, read it all, process it, and then figure out the right way that I can execute. And on the fried rice, it was talking about whether you're using regular rice or jasmine rice. Now, jasmine rice does not require as much water. I didn't know that. There's a big difference. Uh, jasmine rice, if you use too much water, the, the the rice gets soggy. You have to have it fluffy. And I've made this mistake m- before when making fried rice. You can't make the rice and then immediately fry it. You have to take the rice and, um, first of all, it has to fall to room temperature. And then you got to put it in the fridge. It has to be chilled. The rice has to be chilled. If your rice is not chilled when you do the fried rice, you run a terrible risk that the whole thing could be fucked up. If you're in a pinch, you can take the rice, make the rice, and then lay it like on a piece of parchment paper or even paper towel on a uh, cookie sheet or more than one cookie sheet and then chill it for 30 minutes if you're pressed for time. But I had plenty of time. So I made that rice. And uh, chill that shit. Now, when it comes to the veggies, you can't just go fried rice and a little bit of egg, okay? And your and your sesame oil. Which, by the way, I went with the black sesame oil because they didn't have toasted sesame oil, and I thought I was fucked. There is a difference. One tastes like toasted sesame. It's a better flavor. But I went with the black sesame oil, and it was fine. Isn't that the worst when you go to a store, you get, you're fired up about a recipe and that one thing that they don't have fuck. Um, so I added the vegetables too. So what I have is I've, I, uh, I, I chopped up, 
uh, carrot. And then I've got this fucking really cool chopper. You put the thing in there, you push it down, and then they become cubes. Little teeny tiny. Like the kind you buy in the frozen vegetable section. Perfect. Fresh carrots. Uh, I had frozen peas. I had um, onions, which I, I put in my chopper. And uh, I had my green onions. Saute, saute. Push the uh, vegetables off to the side. More butter. Drop in the rice. Add the soy. Add the... You're supposed to use oyster sauce. Of course, they didn't have oyster sauce. A decent substitute substitute is fish sauce. Add the fish sauce. Stir, stir. Blendy, blendy. Uh, fry, fry. Uh, mix in the veggies. Uh, fry, 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 fry. Stirring every 20, 25 seconds. Remove from heat. Sesame oil. Egg. I had already fried the egg. Two eggs. Uh, what else did I put in there? The green onions. And then it's just fantastic. Bowl it. Bowl up the fried rice. Uh, oven set at 170 to keep it hot. Put a... Uh, Tin foil over the bowl in the in the oven. Awesome. While I finish up the tempura chicken in my wok. I actually use a wok. Oh, my God. I made my own sweet and sour sauce. Pineapple juice. Water. Like you open up a can of pineapple. Juice goes in there. Water. Um, white vinegar. That's the sour portion of the sweet and sour. Sugar. Cornstarch and water blend in there to thicken it up. Food color. Added by food coloring. A few pinches of that. Make it orange. Whip it up. Now, when you plate all this shit on a uh, presentation plate, you go uh, green pepper and the tom- the pineapple chunks that were in that can of pineapple. Lay it all out flat. Put your chicken on top. Take your sauce. Pour it on top of that. Serve next to the fried rice. Voila. Genius. Your old pal EZ does it again. I'm including these recipes to the Eric Zane Show podcast, Slaughter the Turks, Sweet and Sour Chicken, and the Eric Zane Show podcast, Slaughter the Chur- uh, uh, Turks, Fried Rice Recipes. So fantastic. Take your time. Read. When you get when you go to the store and it ever says, hey, uh, we're all out of this, immediately search Substitute 4. That's how I did it in the store. That's how I went with uh, fish sauce instead of oyster sauce. I'd never heard of anything. Fish sauce? I don't know. I've not, I, I don't use this shit. I so rarely make Asian food. But, of course, it was amazing. Everybody loved it. I'm the best. All right. Big Fat, big fat Cooking a Big Fraud Production. Man, this is too much work. Uh, it, it was still a lot of work, but it was fun. I love it. Big Fraud Cooking Show in EZSP production. Uh, who Cut the Cheese says, how's the dieting going? That's funny you ask that. Because you might think when I'm making a, a sweet and sour chicken, oh, God, he pigged out. He ate like an asshole. No, I did not overeat this weekend. I did not do that once. Um. And I, I actually enjoyed my eating. I didn't, I didn't overindulge in any way. I avoided the sweets. Uh, everybody pigged out on Klondike par, uh, bars and ice cream. 
both Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I guess all three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I didn't have anything. I actually felt good about how I ate. So I'm not depriving myself of what everybody else is eating. I'm just eating substantially less. Which, if, even if I do that, substantial substantial less eating from where I was, which was just a fucking pig out fest. Um, I, this is my way of kind of uh, reeling in this, what I think is a food addiction and getting it in check to some degree. Uh, I'm sure you're wondering where the hell Darla is. Um. Uh, with mom because she got into a fight with Bruce who weird things are happening in that relationship because over the weekend, um, he got so sexually aroused and this happens from time to time, despite the fact that he is neutered. So there's a whole series of hormones that he does not get flooded with. Uh, uh, despite that, um, the dog's ding dong is supposed to be in, you know, his ding dong skin. And it, it was no longer in, it was so bad. I mean, he has a substantial little French bulldog pecker. And I was like, holy shit, that thing was ready to go. Very strange looking penis on a dog too. I was like, what the fuck? God, put that away. That is so weird looking. And uh, so he was completely riled up. And ready to play the feud with Darla. And I was like, oh boy. So I had to separate them to get it. And the thing is, he's so, it's so intense. It it hurts him. It's like very uncomfortable for him. He can barely walk because of his boner. Um, so I was like, all right, let's, let's, uh, and if I get, if I'm not paying attention to him and things are getting out of hand, that can happen. And that, that did happen. He used to do that with Daisy all the time. Uh, not that that was happening, um, today, but shit was going on there fighting. So I said, all right, Don, you got to help me. She is with him. Um, so no Bruce as of right now, I'm sorry. No Darla as of right now. If you are enjoying the show on Facebook and Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Or uh, Twitter at Eric Zane Show or on my YouTube channel, Eric Zane Show. I'm about to say goodbye to you. I appreciate you being here, but uh, if you want the full show, it's on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, and off you go. If you ever want to just listen to the audio podcast, I am on all platforms that exist. Just search Eric Zane Show, even some that didn't even ask me. The iHeart thing, I, I I spin a yarn and say, yes, I just signed a major multi-year deal with uh, iHeart worth millions. Uh, I You have to, when I, um prior to working for them the second time, uh, when I was doing this podcast, I never like approved that iHeart could like take the show. You have to like check a box, Podbean, uh, Spotify, and you like check them. I never checked the iHeart box. They just took it. So I got well, anyway, um, I'm on all of them. Eric Zane show podcast, download it, subscribe to a channel or a platform of my podcast that helps. So thank you so much. If you ever want to say hello, uh, reach out Eric at Eric Zane on the shoreliner striping inbox. I cannot, I can never get enough, uh, collaboration and, um, hearing from people. 
on um on uh email. So please reach out. I get lonely is what I'm saying. And of course the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That that's a whole new world of programming. I put hours and hours of material up there every single week for you to check out. I put up more there than you would have the ability to listen to in a week from the lost Zane recordings, which is my old BBL shows to, in fact, this week and next week, something to listen to while I'm away, which is full shows from years ago, even further back than the BBL days, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Who are these Zanes? Who are these free beers? Uh, Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100 is there. I make that available with no commercials. It's me playing rock radio DJ. All there for you on Patreon, and you can get it for free. This is the best part. Free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P as in Paul. A-T as in Tom. R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Try it for seven days free. And if you like it, it'll just charge you at the end of the seven days. If you don't like it, it is an easy process to cancel. No problem. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. According to the chat, Chris says portion control is huge. You are not kidding, Chris. Ryan says, thanks to you, EZ. I walked past Meyer cold chicken this weekend, BFZ. Struggled to not buy it. Hashtag big fat show. Big fat Zane. I like that. Big fat Zane. That is a derivative, uh, you know, from big fraud Zane. Turn to an Audi from an innie. Talking about Chris losing weight, I guess. Maureen, same thing. Meyer cold chicken. Thought of easy. And the thing is, um, despite the inflation changes, I think it's going down now, but I mean, even when back that when it was super high, the chicken was not. It's like they forgot to raise the price on the chicken. It's incredibly underrated, the Meyer chicken. And the ease of which you can get it. You know, they've just got the uh, grab and go area. You don't need to wait on it. You can just grab a whole big tin full of uh, 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 thighs and drumsticks. My God. And the size of the pieces, because there's so much uh, uh, perfectly fried breading on it. It's, oh God, it's thick and delicious. Seasoned incredibly. Incredibly. Underrated product there. Grocery store fried chicken. I love it. Holy shit. Okay. So for you folks on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, I am kicking you out. I'm kicking you out right now. Thank you so much for being here. You got to go to uh, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live to get the whole show. There you go. Off you go. Bye-bye. Facebook. 
and Twitch. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Wonderful place to get your vehicles repaired. Blue Frost IT brings you the Twitter feed, and there you are. Also, I'm available on YouTube. My YouTube channel, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. I realize that. A short week this week. Off on a trip. We leave Thursday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, normal for you. Thursday, Friday, you have not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you have not the uh, best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I know. Five days. Uh, But I like to put something out there for you to listen to. And then on Patreon, uh, something to listen to while I'm away. I've got, I'm basically every day that I'm off, if you are subscribed on Patreon, you're getting upwards of about six hours of material, at least five hours of material every single day. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I like to, like I said, I like to have material. I, I talk to um, people who do this for a living. Carly goes, why do you do that? Why do you put out material uh, while you're not here? Why can't they just go back and listen to old shows? And I've explained it to him every time and he doesn't listen to me. I say, because unlike you, I have local advertisers that give me money to talk about them. So it, it's not fair to uh, sell them a bill of goods and then for five days straight, uh, their services, their goods, whatever it is they want, their message disappears. So it, it stands to reason that I would do the show, but that's not the only reason why. I don't want you, uh, div- I don't want your attention divided. The second I don't post something, that increases the chance that you will find the next great show, like uh, Justin's podcast, okay? So that's the other reason. I am deathly afraid of even one of you discovering something that's better than me, and there is plenty that is better than me. I take that back. There isn't anyone better than me. If you did that, that would be a huge mistake. You'd be bored before you knew it. So uh, plenty of shows for you to listen to while I'm away. Uh, I saw a video over the weekend. There's still some talk going around about um, the Ocean Gate submarine implosion. And uh, I saw more than one person online who apparently knows about these things who was able to put into perspective as to what happens to a human body when you are two and a half miles below the ocean. We showed the simulation of how the craft in a millisecond disappears. Uh, And So a lot of people have been wondering what happens to a human body. This is, this is horrible. I'm not going to lie to you. This is, this is extremely gruesome, but it's interesting. Hang on. 
I'm already fucking this up. Back up. Happens to human bodies when a sub implodes. Your body is essentially meat with several sacks and hollows of air inside of it. And when you're cruising around on Earth's surface, you're used to about one atmosphere of pressure. Down here where the Titan submersible got Thanos snapped, it's about 400 atmospheres. That's about 6,000 pounds of pressure per square inch. But how many square inches is a human being? The average adult male is about 5'9 and weighs approximately 200 pounds. If you work that out, it's about 21 square feet, which is about 3,000 square inches. So you've got 3,000 square inches and 6,000 pounds of pressure per square inch. That's 18 million pounds of pressure. This is why the quality of your submersible matters so much. Ideally, you want a cutting edge submersible that's going to keep all of that pressure away from your body. That is obviously not what happened on Titan. It basically became a tube of toothpaste in a hydraulic press. The upside to catastrophic implosions, that's not a sentence you ever think you're gonna say, is that they happen very quickly. In the case of Titan, you're literally talking less than a millisecond, maybe even a nanosecond. That's why you keep hearing people say they never knew it happened, but there's actually cool anatomy behind this. It takes time for information like pain to be transmitted through your nerves to your brain and be processed. In the case of pain, it takes approximately 100 milliseconds. That's 99 milliseconds longer than it took for the implosion. What's really crazy is it takes 13 milliseconds for you to process visual imagery. So that means you're crushed before you even know that you saw it. Wow. Now we're going to talk about leftovers and this might. That's, that's the, the fact that point, it, it, it took so much longer to feel pain. It takes so much longer to feel pain, pain than it t- I can't even talk. What the fuck am I doing? To talk about leftovers, and this might get a little dark. If you're not interested in that, you don't have to stay for it. You must stay for it. There were five people on the Titan submersible. Let's assume they weigh 180 pounds each. That means there's 900 pounds of remains that have to go somewhere. So why won't you find anything? First off, we have to deal with the cooking. Yes, cooking. That submersible has a giant air bubble inside of it. And when it fails, the pressure is going to compress that air. And when that happens, it heats up to about the temperature of the sun, which is 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit. (laughs) If there was anything left after the ocean Instapot event, it (laughs) would be immediately. Thanos snap and ocean Instapot are hilarious. Reduced to a gel and that gel like substance. If there was anything left after the ocean Instapot event, it would be immediately reduced to a gel. And that gel-like substance would be ejected out of all of the seams of that now crushed submersible at extremely high velocity. That press-formed and cooked meat product will now enter into the great circle of life where it will go on to become part of something else. Which I admit sounds dark, but that's where we all end up. Okay. That was a fantastic description. Um, there was the idea, though, that it could have cracked and they could have known that they were in peril. So then there's the uh, torture of, uh-oh. And from what I'm understanding is they dropped their weights. The way this thing would go up and down was... um weights would pull it down and then when it's time to go up you just press the uh sega dreamcast controller and then the weights are released and then it starts to go up they had released the weights 
So they were like realizing, oh, abort, abort, let's go up, let's go up. Wow. That is, uh, that is quite a description. But honestly, if you got to go some way, that's a fantastic way to go. No realization. You just suddenly don't exist. Holy cow. The open and live stream of the podcast brought to you today by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Thank you to Rick and the crew over there. Book an event at TC Paintball. Uh, call them. I should say, Rick, go to their website, tcpaintballgr.com. All the information you need. Now, if you gather up all the kids and you go to TC Paintball, there's going to be some of them. They're going to be like, oh, God, I got to do this again. Uh, if dad is like, hey, this is fun. They have a fully stocked pro shop there with everything you could ever want at TC Paintball. Okay? You will be introducing your kid into something that is so fun. And if the kid is like, hey, uh, I don't want to get shot with a paintball because I'm afraid it'll hurt, sign him up. For the low-impact weaponry class, tcpaintballgr.com. Johnson, Carpet One, discount outlet. Run by Kent, drop the E, add a U. An amazing place to get the lowest price on flooring for your home. All types of flooring available, and you can take advantage of deep, deep discounts cheaper than anybody else in the state of Michigan. This is true. They buy it, a lot of it, all types of flooring and just basically put it on display and then, you know, be ready to buy when you go there. If you know, for example, that you want a certain type of carpeting, they have it. Go there, give the dimensions of the room. They uh, order your, get your uh, piece ready. They cut it, throw it in your vehicle and off you go. If you're a DIY pro uh, or if you're maybe a person who installs flooring on the side or whatever, Get it at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. That's where we got the flooring for this house. And uh, you should too. They are on Chicago Drive right behind the Little Caesars. Can't miss them. Ugly beige building. Red sign on one side. Green side. Turquoise sign like the Miami Dolphins uniforms on the other. Uh, right in Granville, Michigan. Downtown Granville, Chicago Drive. If you're not in the area, well then, too bad. I'm so sorry for you. Okay. So some lady was going to see her boyfriend in El Paso, Texas. She's from somewhere in Kentucky. Her name is Phoebe Kopas. Uh, when she gets there, she wants to go see her boyfriend. She calls an Uber. I guess she took a plane. Uh, Uber driver picks her up. Okay, this is where she, obviously the guy knows where she's going. Starts driving. His name is uh, Daniel Pedra Garcia. 52-year-old guy, just making a living, earning a few extra uh, bucks, driving around uh, people in his Uber. All of a sudden, she pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head. Because she believed that he was kidnapping her. She's in the back seat. He's in the front seat. She pulls out her gun. Shoots him dead in the back of the head. What the fuck? 
able to stop the car. That's it. What in the world happened? Here she is. Look at the look on her face. That's the look of a woman uh, with a, I fucked up. So the explanation she gave the cops is while riding around El Paso to get to the boyfriend. You know, like when you're on the interstate, those green signs that say like, uh, you know, Binghamton exit and there's an arrow exit here. She just saw a sign that said Juarez with an exit with an arrow. Like if you wanted to go to Juarez, Mexico, that's, that's the road you got to take. And, and, the, and she, all she did was saw the sign. So upon seeing the sign, she assumed that they were going to be going to Mexico. She's that stupid. Now they weren't, they weren't exiting off the Juarez exit, but she assumed that when she saw the sign that she would eventually wind up in Mexico and that this guy was a kidnapper and she was going to be trafficked. Now there's no way that any trafficker worth anything would traffic a chick who looks like this. So, I mean, that's, that's seriously, come on now. They don't want some 50 year old buzzard mom. But she assumed she was being trafficked. So she pulled out her piece and shot the fucker in the head and he's dead. Oh my God. Uh, According to the complaint, that's exactly what happened. Copas saw traffic signs that said Juarez believed she was being kidnapped, taken to Mexico. Uh, And as you know, El Paso is located on the border across from Juarez. El Paso cops initially arrested and charged Copas on suspicion of aggravated assault, causing serious bodily injury. And then eventually that charge was upgraded to murder. Her bond is now set at one and a half million dollars bond. Uh, Piedra, the driver, the now dead driver, picked her up at 2 p.m. in a gray Nissan, was driving her to another location to meet her boyfriend. As they grow, drove, I can't read or talk today. What the fuck is wrong with me? See, now if I were Justin, I would edit all that shit out. Fuck that. There's, that's too much work. I cannot imagine if I had to make, do a podcast. And I mean, if I took what I did today, however long I do this show, and I, do, I honestly don't think I'm going to make two hours today. I'm a little lean on uh, show content for whatever reason. Um, if I had to even sit through one hour of show and, and take out breaths and me uh, stuttering or and or um, oh, God, what a fucking nightmare. This is, this is what I do. I, like, get the audio, and then I take out the space at the beginning where I'm not talking, where it's just silence, and then the end where I'm not talking, and then if there's somewhere in the middle, if I happen to yell the N-word or something like that, I'll take that out. That's about it. I don't think I've ever yelled out the N-word. I've never said the N-word on the podcast. I haven't. It's a kiss of death. You don't ever want to say the N-word. Um, 
Copas is accused of grabbing a, grabbing a silver and brown handgun from her purse and shooting Piedra in the back right side of his head. This caused the vehicle to crash into roadway barriers before coming to a stop on the freeway. The area where the car crashed was not close. Proximity of a bridge, port of entry, or other area with immediate access to travel into Mexico. She's just stupid. This is just a stupid asshole. That's what this is. Uh, the roadway that uh, the woman was traveling on is a normal route to drive to the destination requested by uh, the woman who shot the guy. Prior to calling 911, police alleged that Copaz took a photo of Piedra after he was shot and sent it to her boyfriend via text message. Copa, uh, officers arrived at the scene 2.30 p.m. and saw Copaz being helped out of the car by her boyfriend. He got there before the cops did. Copaz then dropped everything she was holding in her hands on the ground, including a brown and silver handgun. Officers found Piedra slumped over in the driver's seat of the car, shot in the head. Copaz was detained by the cops as they investigated the shooting. Piedra was taken to the hospital for treatment where he was pronounced dead. He was actually hospitalized for several days before his family took him off life support. After docs told them he would not recover, the decision to remove him from life support devastated the family. My God. Piedra is listed as, was uh, uh, referred to as a hardworking man. All he wanted to do was provide for his family and be there when they needed him the most. Uh, GoFundMe page. Here's here's the guy. Here's, look at this. Look at this. This is, this is incredibly sad. This poor dude. All he's doing is driving, trying to earn a few bucks. And this dumb fuck bitch shoots him in the head. Since the shooting, the El Paso community has come together to help Piedra's family and honor his life, which was cut way too short. What we need here is we need to have like Ben Crump, civil rights attorney, who normally represents the blacks, show up for the Piedra family to represent them for this dumb black bitch who shot this guy in the fucking head. You idiot. Uh, fundraiser. Here is the GoFundMe. $70,050 of the $30,000 uh, wanted. Yeah, they need to up everything. Uh, up the goal to like $3 million. The whole family needs to be kept safe. You know, he's probably got like 15 kids, for God's sake. His wife's probably pregnant right now. Get this psychopath off the street. Holy shit, that is terrible. Uh, let's see, is there anything else about this? I can't imagine being living life like that. That screwed up where everything... Oh my God, it's a Mexican and I'm near Mexico. Clearly I'm going to be trafficked. Crazy bitch. Jesus, that pisses me off. All right. Uh, L L L A Mateo. That is uh the guy I played in trivia the other day. Mateo, my stepson is in El Paso. Get her off the street. Florida man says I would imagine this is a clear cut asshole of the day. 
What the hell is her name again? Phoebe Copaz. I'll have to remember that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, this is almost as bad as calling 911 on a dad having breakfast with his daughter because someone thinks he's sex trafficking her. LOL. Well, there are some similarities. I'll admit that. But I would say that when I called 911 on the dude who looked like a nerd John with and his daughter looked like a young whore, that was... I mean, I had a lot of people say that I should absolutely have done what I did. For those of you who don't know, it was a few weeks ago at Matt, the world's biggest free beer and hot wing show fan, fan's wedding that I did, uh, marrying Matt and Amanda. At the hotel, there was a normal looking dude. He looked like a total nerd, loafers, dad jeans, button down flannel shirt, hair potted to the side, glasses, total dork. With, with what looked like a young hooker being trafficked. Young chick, probably 16, tatted up and down her legs and arms. Uh, pissed off look on her face, waiting for the do- guy to get the room to pay for the room so that they could go pork. They did not walk through the lobby. They left, and I said, well, they're going to get Wendy's before the fucking starts. That's what's happening. So I called the cops. I said, I feel like this is a trafficking scenario and uh, 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 see something, say something. I I saw something and I'm saying something. This is what you cops always tell me to do. So I'm saying something. They go, all right, we'll send a cop. Cop gets her. uh, She's in the lobby. I go down there. I'm, I'm half dressed in my suit. Why do you think this is trafficking? I go, well, because the guy looks like a fucking dork and she looks like a young whore. That's why. Uh, they go in and they, uh, talk to the employees. They said, we don't, we're not sure. We don't know if that's his daughter. Kenny says the scenario reminded me of Jane and her father from breaking bad. Well, uh, there you go. Then I, uh, I find out like an hour later when I get to the wedding, Matt was out front listening to replays of free beer and hot wings. They called and they said, nah, that was his daughter. There's a custody dispute and he picked her up. That's his daughter. I'm like, oh, good. I go, sorry about that. She goes, no, that's, that's not a problem. That was, you, you did the right thing. She actually said, I did the right thing. And I know I did. Who gives a shit? I mean, it's, it was awkward for the guy. It was awkward for the guy and awkward for the girl. One of you suggested that he's going to think that the, uh, the the estranged former wife set him up and busted him. Did you call and say that our daughter was a whore and I was going to have sex with her? I can guarantee you that that happened. But no, it was your old pal EZ. And she did. She looked like a whore and he looked like a John. What do you want me to do? You got to protect those people. I mean, I could have been saving a life right there. Tyler says, what a double whammy. The dad thinks, do I really look that creepy? And the daughter thinks, do I really look that rough? Yeah, they did. It looked like a whore and a John. 
Kenny makes a great point. I love Kenny. He always says the right thing. I never get pissed at what Kenny says. He says, if you had been correct, you would have been saving that girl's life. Yeah, I know. That's why I do the shit that I do. That's why I always know the exact time when I call 911. Let's go to Big Black Dick because I know you want to hear it. You lied to our ears. <laughs> I'm a 50-year-old man doing what a 50-year-old man should. I heard um, that there's, there's a problem on the Muskegon River. The word on the street is that Michigan's greasiest residents, the former Zaniacs, are getting together to wash their smegma in the Muskegon River. One of my moles saw a post that sexy voice Andrea is getting ready. She's arranging some type of a drunken float down the river thing. How gross is that? Can you imagine the uh, rainbow sheen on the water when those fucking slobs get on there? Oh, God. I mean, the, the, the fucking foam. Oh, that is that is that that sounds hideous to me. And if you own if you're the company that uh, uh, yeah, yeah, rent the uh, tube and tube down the river. You might as well just burn those fucking things. We're talking a massive fish kill when that happens. Oh, that is that is nauseating. Uh, Amanda, who is a former Zaniac, she's all butthurt in the chat. She says, "Who's the mole? That's some bullshit." F you. I thought about going. You should. You're one of them. You should go. I would go if I were you. Uh, Tyler says, is that PFOS in the river? No, it's far worse. It's former Zaniac Smeg. Florida man says the local communities will need to issue a, a boil water advisory in the days following. The DNR are going to allow that kind of waste disposal in the river, says Sir Bob of Oliver. No, the DNR is just going to be waiting for him at a bridge and an AK to just light him up. Amanda says, you think I have smeg? I don't know. I know you're a former Zaniac, so I, I get in the water and find out. Uh, Chris in Maine says, good morning. Oh, I love the footage of Darla swimming this weekend and Bruce following her around the edge. Oh, he was so worried. He was so worried about that. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would like to, what I'd like to do is, um, I was talking with one of the uh, audience members about getting some uh, people with cameras there just to get, uh, some video of these slobs when they get together and the group sex that they're going to have on uh, some of the various pit stops of the Muskegon river. What a, what a, what a bunch, what a bunch of gross individuals that is. Ugh. the uh, water displacement from those people getting in. I mean, there's a pretty, they're, they're worried about Goshen up there uh, ruining the water, but I mean, 
this is a bigger environmental hazard than Goshen. If they, if they get in, not to mention if Kevin and Muskegon decides to get in there, the, uh, the amount of tooth rot that will uh, break off his, his teeth and float in and, and, uh, and actually, uh, become new sediment in the soil. There's a lot of strange stuff that can happen when these animals get in the water. Very gross to me. Look at Amanda. She's so cute. She says, how about we change the subject? No, I look, this is not the Amanda show. You have, you have, you have no clout here. You're an audience member. You, you enjoy the things that, that fly out of my mouth. And then when, for some reason you get offended, then yeah, let's move on. I don't like this. No, 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 no. Even Corey says that this is all a confirmed fact. I agree. I know that. All right. Uh, something terrible has happened yet again at, a, at our nation's airport. I'll get to that in a second. I actually want to bring in Stu McAllister. Uh, I, I kind of um, love the fact that he's back doing Dippin' Dots. I don't ever want him to not be doing Dippin' Dots. I think it's a great job to deliver that confectionery product. I really do. Especially for him because he likes to be alone. He does a good job at maintaining the freezers. He gets the product there on time. He's diligent, pays attention to details. He doesn't like when the other workers fuck shit up. He wants to be like a... Hey, yo, yo, hey, man, I was just, I was just talking you up. Oh, that's good. Finally, someone does. I assume you're on the road. Yeah, I'm in the uh, metropolis of, uh, what is it, Mayo, Mio? Mayo. Good old Mayo. Um, God, that's early to be already up at Mayo. Uh, oh, yeah, I was up at four out the door. My God, just to deliver the Dippin' Dots. Uh, yeah, because we're, I mean, we're just driving all over the place. So you you got to go in early because, you know, I don't want to be out till like 9, 10 o'clock. So it's. Yeah, okay. You, you do it either way. I'd rather get up early. So. Now, as I'm talking to you, I am, uh, I am showing for the audience, and I'll describe it for people who are listening. Okay. Uh, you holding up a, <laughs> um, a sandwich that you had purchased at. Uh, McDonald's. <laughs> yes. And on it is uh, the order. It says bacon, egg, cheese, bagel. No, uh, no bagel. Yes. <laughs> now, is that what you ordered? No, I ordered a uh, bacon, egg, cheese, bagel minus the bacon. I'm on that no mammal diet. So I said no bacon. So originally they gave me the biscuit. They're like, uh, oh, the biscuit uh, sandwich. I'm like, nope, the bagel sandwich. 
and then they proceeded to not give me the bagel. Okay. So <laughs> you wanted, oh, wait, you wanted bacon, egg, and cheese, no bacon. They gave yeah. you bacon, egg, and cheese, no bacon on a biscuit? Well, nope. They gave me the order right. Okay. Where I said, I said, I wanted a bagel. I wanted the bacon, egg, cheese, bagel, no bacon. But they gave me the bacon, egg, cheese, biscuit, no bacon. Okay. And so, then I was like, no, man, I want the bagel, not the biscuit. Okay. And then, they, and then what you actually got, though, is two pieces of bacon with a piece of cheese on top. Yes. With, with that artificial egg patty thing. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, that's a real egg. I hate to tell you that. Is it really? It is a real egg. That ah, I know. That okay. I know. They use real eggs there. I do know that. All right. Okay. Uh, just... So you get the fucked up food. You're already on the road? Yeah, I'm already on one. Uh, I'm already on 31. <laughs> and uh, it was it was in a box. And I'm like, why are they giving me the sandwich in a box? I've never gotten this in a box before. And then I was with my boss at the time. And he's like, well... <laughs> Because I didn't give you the bagel. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and so I just ranted for about five minutes like a lunatic that I am. So and, the, then it was, yeah. and then it was fine. So the boss when, is in the car with you to witness this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he bought the same sandwich, and he's like, do you want my bagel? Like, I was like, no, I want, I want to rant and rave, and I want to threaten to commit arson. And then I'll be fine. Why does the war? Why does the universe always take a shit on Stu McAllister? <laughs> I don't know. It's fun. Something to talk about on the podcast or whatever. I don't know. The, the, I mean, the, the amount of shit you get from the world is I, I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. It's like every it's like uh, it's like every, it's like your Job in the Bible. He, every, all the bad shit happened to Job. Right. Right. Oh, yeah, I don't fuck. know, man. I don't know. I mean, I I survived. I just I well, it was, it was a weird thing. I was like, did they at least give me a fork? Like, how am I supposed to yeah. eat this thing? So then you got to just, just pick did up. Not the... Give me a fork. So did you just pick it up and eat it? <laughs> yeah, I did pretty much. I I was a filthy fuck and ate it with my fingers. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus, that is spectacular. It just makes me go. How did that happen, though? Right? How does that happen? Like. I don't know, like I, I'm assuming they get weird orders all the time. But yeah. if someone's ordering a bagel sandwich and they go, "Please no bagel," you'd be like, uh, "Please, uh, what was that again? You want a bagel without the bagel? Okay, yeah, all right, just second." Uh, and what? I don't know if I asked you this. What community was this that you said that you were on 31? So was uh, it like I, I was in the uh, metropolis of Whitehall. All right. Yes. Yeah, these was, are yeah. these are deviants. These are gross oh. people. Yeah, they don't know how to read. <laughs> oh, fuck. We were up at uh, we were in Roxbury for the Electric Forest. That's why I was working yesterday. Yeah, my daughter was up there. Oh yeah, which one? It, uh, Madison. Oh geez, did she get high? That's the first thing I said to her. I go do. I go. I go. Should I give you like a couple uh, uh, doses of Narcan? <laughs> yeah i i'm pretty sure i was high even though i was just there yeah. delivering product so well i said to her i go hey what what uh i i actually i go i go so what's on tab we doing is it molly shrooms heroin pot <laughs> what's up break it down and she's like oh dad oh c- come on i don't do that i go oh get the fuck out of here come what? on don't kid a kidder <laughs> are you kidding me i wrote the book on this shit what the fuck is wrong with you 
Uh, Everybody was filthy. They were all filthy, rolling around in mud. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, uh, prime recipients for what I learned is now known as the Wook flu. Oh, yeah. Gross. You have to look that one up. The Wook flu. Shaq was there. Shaquille O'Neal was there. Did you know that? What? He was there at the show? Yes. Yeah, wow. Sh- uh, Shaq is a DJ. And he what? goes, yeah, he goes by DJ Diesel. And he was, <laughs> and then he's fucking cutting it up in front of all these white uh, kids, you know? How incredible is that? that? Yeah. Filthy people and Shaq. <laughs> the eight foot tall DJ. <laughs> right, right. You know, what's what's crazy about it is it's all electronic music. You know, there's not, there's very little actually playing of music. Right. Basically, right. to be a DJ, you just play a fucking thing and just stand there and act like you're doing something. You're, it's like if you just hit play and you walk away. Yeah, just hit and play and then wave your hand, grab your dick. People, oh my God, he's so good. And then the beat drops and everybody jizzes. That's it. <laughs> Do you did you have a like a breakdown of like who was actually performing? Because I'm like, oh, I would probably know nobody. No, because that's exactly what it would be. I'd just say, I'd be saying words that it doesn't, I don't even have any reference point to make fun of them, you know? But yeah, 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 yeah. So it'd that's be so you difficult. That's how you know you've gotten old. You, that's how you know you've gotten old, Eric. You don't know shit about shit anymore. Right, right. You know, um, it's, it, it would just, it would, it would be like that, which is, is just no fun. But uh, I, I, all I was concerned about was her survival. I had yes. my, my bar set. Anything above death would be a victory. So if she was paralyzed, I'd be like, cool. <laughs> she made it. Yeah, she survived. Because, and it all stems from that dude like five years ago, that fucker went there. And then right. he got in a fight with his girlfriend and he wandered off and he's never been seen again. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Every year it's just like murder death yeah uh, thousands away missing person forever i think every year about 90 percent of the people that go die 90 <laughs> percent yeah it's a, it might be a little bit high i might have i think it was 80 it may be 88 but i just said 90 to round it up yeah know? yeah making a nice even number was she there for the whole three days oh yes she even got there early she got there early set up the tent and then um yeah, it it's really unbelievable that, that did she get like a hepatitis shot beforehand or tetanus or anything like that? Yeah, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. I just I prayed. Um <laughs> That's all you can do. That's all I can do. Seriously. Um I was talking with you. Now were you walking around with like a thing around your neck selling dots? No, no. We just had there was a stand and uh those filthy, filthy concert goers love dipping dots. So they ran out. So I had to go Saturday morning to deliver dots, and I had to go back Sunday to deliver dots. So, so I just get in and get out. Did the concert promoter have the freezer? No, we we hit, we have our own trailer. We the uh, the White Caps own a trailer that we take to like oh carnivals and festivals. Can you imagine yeah, how much yeah. money they made? Well, I, they were charging a ton of money per cup, so I know I know they were making money. Well, it, how much do you think a cup of Dippin' Dots? Because it's not uh, a prepackaged thing. Prepackaged yeah. things of what? About a buck fifty? Uh that we get it for? Yeah, or we sell it to store. No. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. So like I imagine it's even less to to grab them and put them in a cup. Yeah, it's probably like a nickel. 
So you can sell that for five bucks a pop at least. Oh, they were selling it for way more than that. That's Come on. Nine bucks. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> no, man. Nine. When people are high, they don't know what they're doing. Oh, my God. Nine <laughs> bucks. I could just, I, I, I would just, I would love if you could some way get me what they spent on the food, the manpower, and the cups okay. and the electricity, sure. all that. What the overhead was and what the return. Right. I need to see that number. Oh, my right. God. That would make Warren Buffett jizz his pants. <laughs> we need to invest in ice cream. Oh, Jesus. You told me about it would be brilliant um, to have, like, walk around these pride events with one of those uh, coolers around your neck and sell it yeah. for, for, like, a profit. Sure. Yeah, for uh, Pride pr- Pride Month, when we sell rainbow dipping dots, that stuff would have sold like a mother, right? How much? Can anybody do that? Yeah, I mean, the, if people want to come and buy stuff, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you can just turn around and resell it? Yeah, once you buy it from us, we don't care what you do with it. Oh, fuck, man. That's I know, sweet. man. I know. It's crazy. And all you need is uh, a cooler with a piece of dry ice in it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You're good to go. I mean, the dry ice won't last forever, but yeah. Well, it lasts for half a day, right? Yeah, at least. So, yep. Oh, fuck, I love that. Oh, my God. I got to do that. Those, Capitalism. The gays love rainbow shit, the rainbow ice cream. You can I even know. say to some guys that it's like made with jizz and they'll really eat it up. <laughs> it's jizz flavored dipping dots. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> it's out. Next time we go to the Derby, dude, that's what we're doing. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, J- July 15, we're going back to the races. Uh, Berlin races? Yeah. All right. Sounds good to me. All right. I love that place. I know it. I have so much fun there. Do, do they sell yeah. dots there? No, we're trying to get in, man. If you got a connection, let me know. I got to talk to guys. Uh, in Berlin. Are they are they not returning calls? Yeah, apparently. Oh, my I, God. I know, I, I know how it works, man. I, I know the game, so. Well, just the, the, the money-making opportunity there. I mean, what is it coming? Okay. So if you bring in a, in a freezer, what what is yeah. it? Like if I owned a, a Baldwin Ace Hardware, I have to pay for the freezer or no? No, the freezer is for free. The only thing you got to pay for is the ice cream. Yes, sir. And you buy a couple of cases of it every so often, and then you just sell it for uh, market up 10 times the amount. <laughs> yes, you got it. Oh, man. America. You guys should have like a flyer uh, that says, hey, fuck your customers in the ass, but good. <laughs> with with dipping Dots. And there's actual pictures of a butthole. <laughs> okay. Uh, enjoy those losers up in Mayo. Uh, uh, the wor- and then I got to go to Alpena. Uh, you jealous? You go across. Oh, no. You go from the middle of the state all the way across to the east coast of the stupid state. Yep. And then you got to come worst. all the way back. Do you ever get uh, groggy and weary and want to fall asleep? Yeah, I'm cut right now. I'm kind of that way. I got to get some coffee or something. So I I want to get you like one of those Stanley thermoses that it stays hot forever. Oh yeah. That and that way nice. you don't have to pull. You can just, cause you can get, you can fucking fall, fall asleep and then crash and then fuck you. But the dipping dots are ruined. Oh. I had to do with, I pulled the third shifter cause I had to go up to Mackinac. I had to be there at four in the morning uh, for the ferry loading dock. I had to be there at four in the morning. Jesus Ugh, gross. Oh, my God. I hey, know, man, it's dumb. Real quick, 
How about that sub that imploded? <laughs> that was crazy, right? I was uh, I was just playing a uh, little piece of the amount of time that it took for the people to become uh, fish food was uh, like 0.1 millisecond. Yeah. And yeah, it, and it yeah. takes like 100 milliseconds uh, for pain to be felt. Yeah. And it takes like 0.25 milliseconds to realize what is happening visually. Right. So they, they, it just, it didn't happen. I yeah, mean, they, did, they didn't know what was it's going just, on. It so. literally, they at least, uh, and the guy who was describing it referred to it as a Thanos snap. <laughs> the blip? Yes, that's what happened. Just Thanos snapped the sub. <laughs> Gone. Well, you know, you do you do dumb things, you get dumb prizes or whatever. Yeah, that's right? what they say. Yeah, yeah. dumb. It, what, what, did you talk about this on Fuck You Friday or something? You've been on fire lately. <laughs> oh, about the uh, fuck the billionaires? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck them too. I love <laughs> Fuck You Friday. It's my favorite. <laughs> okay. That's a dumb thing. Oh, it's great. Okay, Stu, yeah. you're a great follow on Facebook. Uh, Stu uh, McAllister, thanks. the Elemental Podcast. Look at him. Yeah. He sounds he sounds all depressed and sad, but don't let that fool you. He really is I'm, depressed and sad. I'm just, I'm just, yes, I really am depressed and I'm just tired, but well, well whatever. All right. Appreciate wake it, up. man. Wake up. I'm glad I called. Wake up, white people. Okay. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Okay, bye. Stu McAllister, always wonderful to have him on the show. Kari says, worst road trip ever to these communities. You're not kidding. I don't think you've ever been, but maybe you have. The idea of me buying Dippin' Dots for a buck 50, putting them in a bag around my neck, a cooler with a piece of dry ice and walking around pride festivals and selling for six bucks or five bucks a pop or whatever. Have my little square thing on my phone. Want some Dippin' Dots at rainbow Dippin' Dots. Come on. Flavored with jizz. Swipe, swipe. License to print money. Oh, my God. Some, it's another thing that I think I want to do that I will never do. Um, About the knee, I, I failed to mention this. My knee being like shit. Um, until further notice, uh, I, I obviously can't run. Um, so anything that I was planning with Mike Ball is out the window until further notice after I get to a doctor and find out what the prognosis is. But there's a fairly decent chance that uh, running might not be in the foreseeable future. So if that is the case, I'm going to bail on on uh, the Mike thing uh, in October for Grand Rapids Half Marathon and also uh, bailing on uh, Disney in January. I haven't told them that yet, but yeah, this is... Tell you what, when something health-wise happens to you, it, it just it has a, a, a way of fucking things up very, very quickly. You know, and here I am bitching about a hurt knee, my ding-dong, I can't pee right, and uh, what's the other thing I've been complaining about? What the fuck was it? There's one more thing I was bitching about. Oh, my panic attacks. That's probably the most serious of all of them. My brain, I'm mentally, I'm a disaster. It may come as a shock to you, but when I get done doing this show, uh, we're here, I'm boisterous, loud, energetic, seemingly happy. I'm still happy when the show ends, but I'm pretty quiet, actually. I'm not like I am now. 
when you do this for as long as you do every day, uh, yelling at clouds, talking to a camera, speaking into a microphone with no one in front of you. The last thing you want to do when the podcast is over is talk. I have to go tinkle. I will be back. Stand by. I was shocked when I saw over the weekend that uh, uh, Russia was ready to go to like a civil war, kind of. This is this is my understanding of what happened in Russia. There's uh, a military organization that's like mercenaries, you know? It would be like here in the United States if we invaded Canada and we had a bunch like a uh, uh, mercenary team that could do our bidding, but they uh, basically govern themselves. So if we attack Canada and we gathered up all of the MAGA scum and they were their own paramilitary organization. That's what this is, except in Russia, they've got tanks. They're armed to the teeth. Unbelievable, uh, unbelievably skilled fighters. And um, there was a time when this group, this, I don't know if it's Wagner or Wagner, uh, they were like on the front line of the uh, going after and invading Ukraine. Logistically, things weren't going well for Wagner. And the guy who runs the organization, some general, was pissed off at the support he was getting. And he, uh, he, he turned on Putin in Russia and took his columns and his thousands of troops and started uh, 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 moving towards Moscow. He was like overtaking cities along the way and shooting Russians dead. This hired military group. And uh, as the day wore on Saturday, it was looking like uh, there's going to be like a bloodbath between the, uh, the rest of the Russian military and this paramilitary group. And then all of a sudden, the guy said, ah, I changed my mind. Fuck this. I'm not doing it now. This general, whatever the fuck. I don't know what the, what the, uh, what the end game there was. Maybe that's why he gave up. He realized, uh, this, this just isn't going to work out. I don't know. That's it. I, I had hopes that it would be like, you know. If Russia's in a civil war, then like Ukraine, then like Ukraine can use that as a way to somehow get more of a foothold against the Russians with all that amazing United States military technology, which I love. I love the fact that the United States is at war with Russia right now. I mean, I don't want them to be at war, but if we're going to be at war, you want, you want another country fucking up Russia. And that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're giving all the weaponry that we can to Ukraine and throwing all this money at their war. And now, and then stupid people that live in this country are like, Oh, that's terrible. We're, we're giving, that's money that should be ours. 
Are you fucking crazy? Do you realize that if we don't stop Putin now, it's going to be like Adolf history, uh, Adolf Hitler in history, moving through uh, Asia and Europe, overtaking different parts of the world. We absolutely have to do this. It's our, it's our obligation. We should be giving more. If I were president, first thing I'd do, go to war with Russia. Ground war. Send all our troops, fucking pack them into Ukraine and just start killing them. Eating them like fucking Pac-Man. Absolutely, that needs to happen. War by proxy as it's known. Yes, you are correct. We are at war right now. Putin is a psychopath. He needs to be stopped. All right. Something terrible has happened again. No, wait, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. Damn it. I can't even focus. Um, I mentioned Berlin, July 15th. I will be there. All you need to do is buy a ticket at berlinraceway.com for any of the upcoming events. But especially keep in mind, July 15th. I will be there sitting in the stands with you. Uh, Stu, me, probably Sarah, probably Ben, probably Tyler. I mean, probably Kyler, probably Kyler's better half, Tracy, probably Jason. These were all people that were at the last one. I want an even bigger group, okay? July 15th, buy your tickets at berlinraceway.com. This weekend, Saturday, is the 4th of July celebration on Saturday, July 1. 14 bucks a ticket. Get them at berlinraceway.com. 15 and under free, parking free. Bring in your cooler uh, with your snacks, your soft drinks, no alcohol, no glass. 4th of July celebration at Berlin Raceway online at berlinraceway.com. Baselmarshall.com. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Great place to get your vehicles repaired. ER Vines, ER Vines, Irvines.com. Check out their Google reviews. They're awesome. Uh, the customer base just loves Irvine's. 616-532-6600. They have loaner cars available for you when you get your vehicle repaired. So that you don't have to worry about somebody carting you all around. Early bird drop off, late bird pickup, everything you need. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Also, another great business. Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. That's 616-516-8579. Oh, my God. So, you know, here we are. Middle of summer now. I mean, I guess it's just the start of summer, but it's hot as fuck. It's cooling out right now, but still. But that thing is running, and you haven't gotten its service. It's outside, spinning around. All the shit and dust in the air gets pulled into it. It makes it very, very difficult if you don't get it cleaned every uh, year for it to pull air in, cool the air, spit it out into your home. Your machine works harder for longer. It's going to break down. Just pay 79 bucks. Have it uh, tuned and cleaned. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Uh, Nick says, EZ, are you going to the big SRX race at Berlin? Yes, I will be there. 
Uh, there's a cover band called Pretty Cool. That's that uh, they want me to sing with them. They're performing after the race under the grandstand. They want me to sing uh, a karaoke song. So I'm like, fuck yes. I don't know what I could sing. I, I, I well, I can't sing anything. I mean, I love to sing, but I cannot sing. No matter how hard I try, I cannot sing. But yes, I will be there for that. That is a sold-out event. That is going to be sweet. I think you've got a bunch of tickets. I think you bought them like six months ago or some shit like that, didn't you? I remember seeing you buying a bunch. I remember you talking about it. That's exciting. The biggest names in uh, stock car racing at our little old Berlin Raceway, uh, just under a half-mile track. That is going to be awesome. On television. Nick says he bought the tickets when he heard Striegel and me on the huge show. Next week, I'll be on the huge show. I'll be hosting uh, Thursday and Friday, the 6th and 7th of July. Not this week, next week. Thursday and Friday on the huge show. Bill's like, yeah, I want you to get that. I want you to do this. I'm like, eh, don't worry. I'll take care of it. I got it. I know what I'm doing. This, this ain't my first rodeo. You know who's going to be on? We got to get Trump on again. Talk to the president again on the huge show. That was a big hit the first time we did it. Everybody loved it. Okay. Uh, something terrible has happened at one of our nation's airports. This is the second time in a year that this has taken place. Just under a year ago, I told the story about the uh, uh, airplane worker who was uh, uh, standing near the, um, you know how like on the uh, on the jets, uh, the motor will start and you'll see those fins start spinning around? Well, those are sucking in air. And if you get a little too close, uh, whatever's around it goes into it. You know, that's like the spot where if there's a bird strike, the bird hits there and then spits the bird out the opposite side. And all you see is just little bits of red. Uh, great time to ask, is this person okay? Uh, a worker at the San Antonio International Airport is now the second person in a year to be sucked into, ingested into an airplane engine. Now, when it comes to horrible deaths, this one, I mean, you talk about the catastrophic implosion. That is a wonderful death. That is 10 out of 10. Great way to go. Looking at the Titanic. And then the next thing you know, you're passing the rainbow bridge, looking at all the beautiful dogs. This not so much because especially if you go in legs first, there's going to be plenty of realization that you are being chewed up in the fucking Sully Sullenberger food processor. It is unclear how the employee was sucked into the engine. 
the NTSB said it was investigating. So, I mean, probably just got a little too close and but who knows? Maybe they dove towards it in a suicide mission. Who knows? The employee was a ramp worker. Uh, We are deeply saddened by the incident. Not a whole lot that can be said here. My God, this is just an ugly, ugly scenario. Uh, Good morning. Much love from Tennessee. Hello to you. I don't know who you are. Mr. Dr. Spaceman. That's new. My God. So you know that the uh, Traffic Safety Commission or whatever, NTSB, they'll be there to check on that. But wow, I even have a video that I want you to check out. I've showed this before. Every time there's a horrible death like this. Actually, this is the second time in the last year, like I talked about, that we have had uh, this type of uh, death happen in the world from a dude being sucked into a plane engine. This is a simulator of this exact thing happening. Okay. Here's our guy. Our guy here. What happens to a body according to this simulator? Okay, so at this point, you, you notice that he immediately becomes meat. But it's like right, like that hurts. That's fucked up. But you see how the body's still flopping around, like his head is still intact. That, that, that that's more than one point one millisecond. So there's plenty of time to realize you're being chewed up and to feel pain. Look at he's going round and round and round. And then he becomes just nothing. And then the plane's ready for takeoff. Wow. Listen to the noise they add of of the meat sloshing. they'll play this at the funeral now look at this you got three food processors that will chew you up my god oh that's horrible I tell you what if you're if this happens to a family member of yours it's this is unavoidable. The curiosity would get the best of you. You would have to see what happens. Chris in Maine says he's basically slowly shaved to bits like a deli slicer. Uh, uh, let's see. Kenny says what's worse, this death or sub implosion? No, the sub implosion is is you, there. There is no realization. This is not fast enough. There's this takes way too long. Remember the story about the lady who got her face stuck in the potato, uh, the potato chip slicer 
That was a bad one. There was the dude who was um, uh, smashed down to nothingness in the press. Wow. And then they didn't find him until a week later. He was so, um, uh, he, he was put into like, it was uh, a metal shredder. It had a recycling facility. It, and then he was put into a cube and then he disappeared. They didn't know where, the, where he was. Hey, what happened? I don't know. I think he fucking flaked. He quit, that asshole. But his dad worked there and his dad's like, I don't know where he went. And they went through with cadaver dogs and the cadaver dogs couldn't even find the guy. The cadaver dogs, like, I don't detect anything. And then, no kidding, a week later, they found fat chunk under a machine. Uh Uh-oh, this is him. This is all that's left. God, it's fucking horrible. A lot of terrible shit in the news, including the Supreme Court of the United States. Now, they're not getting pulled through a, a motor of an engine, but this is the time of year when the Supreme Court is getting ready for break. So they save the big ones for right now. Last year at this time, they said, all right, uh, Roe versus Wade is overturned. See you later. We're going on a trip. Even though that one was leaked. Remember that one? Like months before? They found out that they were going to say, yeah, it's uh, Roe versus Wade is overturned. And then some whistleblower like tipped off the world. And everyone was like offended and hurt. It's like, fuck that shit. I want to know now. We need more whistleblowers. They didn't, I mean, true. They're not supposed to say anything, but who gives a fuck? Uh, this is what they're weighing on this time around. They're getting ready for the big summer break. So they wait for now to discuss affirmative action. Now, I'm not sure what, I mean, this is what I know about affirmative action. Let me give you my knowledge based on affirmative action. I think that means that like, if you're getting ready to hire someone, you got to interview people who are black. Or if you're going to a college, you got to make sure you've got black people there. That's all my knowledge. Now, I know that that's wrong. I know there's more to it than that. It makes it so that uh, minorities have uh, equal footing, I guess, when it comes to things like I just discussed. Jobs and school. I don't know. Um, it, any, any more that I talk on this means I'm speaking from a place that I have no knowledge and that might even be wrong. The survival of affirmative action in higher education is the subject of two related case, uh, related cases, one involving Harvard and the other involving university of North Carolina. Supreme court has previously approved the use of affirmative action in higher education and decisions reaching back to 1978, but the justice's decisions to take the cases suggested a willingness to revisit those rulings. And when the high court heard arguments in the cases in late October, all six conservative judges justices on the court expressed doubts about the practice. Uh, The Biden administration has said that getting rid of race-conscious college admissions 
would have a destabilizing effect that would cause the ranks of black and Latino students to plummet at the nation's most selective schools. So the idea that in order to have enough representation standards for black folks or Latinos, not as stringent as white folks. That's what's at stake. My personal opinion, everybody should have to have the same standard. And then that's it. You can't like lower the, say, all right, uh, the white people need this standard to get in, but minorities need less, need less of a standard academically to get in. That that's fucking terrible. If I'm a minority and I can't get in on the same shit, the white guys get in. Maybe I'm getting some of this wrong. I mean, if that's the case, if that's how they do it, that's bullshit. Student loans. The justices will also decide the fate of President Joe Biden's plan to wipe away or reduce student loans held by millions of Americans. God, I hope they rule that Biden's plan to wipe away the debt is bullshit. Make those fuckers pay. When the court heard arguments in the case in February, the plan didn't seem likely to survive, though it's possible the justices could decide the challenges lack the right to sue and the plan can still go forward. Biden had proposed erasing $10,000 in federal student loan debt for those with incomes below $125,000 a year or households that earn less than $250,000. He also wanted to cancel an additional $10,000 for those who receive federal Pell Grants to attend college. The administration has said millions of borrowers would benefit from the program. Fuck that. That's bullshit. Uh, So basically, uh, Nick, who decided to become a skilled tradesman, gets nothing for immediately entering the workforce at age, I don't know, 19, 18, and has been grinding away every year, he gets nothing. And these people haven't even contributed to the tax base at all. And they're given a gift of that much money. They shouldn't receive $1. That is fucking embarrassing. I hate that shit. Uh, Gay rights. A clash of gay rights and religious rights is also yet to be decided by the court. The case involves a Christian graphic artist from Colorado who wants to begin, who wants to begin designing wedding websites, but objects to making wedding websites for same sex couples. State law requires businesses that are open to the public to provide services to all customers. But the designer, Lori Smith says the law violates her free speech rights. She says ruling against her would force artists from painters and photographers to writers and musicians to work, to do work that is against their beliefs. Let me ask you this. If you're a gay guy, or let's say you're a gay couple and you want to hire a photographer and the photographer says, I hate gay people. Why would you want to force that person to shoot your wedding? You would just go to a different photographer. It would work itself out. 
Um, meanwhile, say that if she wins, a range of businesses will be able to discriminate, refusing to serve black, Jewish, or Muslim customers, interracial or interfaith couples or immigrants. The old slippery slope. Well, that's their fucking problem. If you want to be a business that discriminates people, you're probably not going to be around that long. The public has a way of weeding those out. Uh, I say side with the bigots and let those bigots be bigots. If they want to be fucking assholes, let them. They'll, uh, they'll burn their own bridge. Don't get in the way of that. Let them be the assholes. It's their right to be bigoted, close-minded fucks. The system will work. It's will uh, will have them work its way out. During the arguments, the court's conservative majority sounded sympathetic to Smith's arguments, and religious plaintiffs have in years won a series of victories at the high court. Religious rights. Another case that could end as a victory for religious rights is the case of a Christian mail carrier who refused to work on Sundays when he was required to deliver Amazon packages. The question for the high court has to do with when businesses have to accommodate religious employees. The case is somewhat unusual in that both sides agree on a number of things. And when the court heard arguments in April, both liberal and conservative justices seemed in broad agreement that businesses like the Postal Service cannot cite minor costs or hardships to reject requests to accommodate religious practices. That could mean a ruling joined by both liberals and conservatives. My opinion, the only one that matters in this court is, uh, fuck you. If you tell me that you can't go to work because you're going to go, uh, to church, uh, well, then I guess you're not going to keep your job. If you agree to work and then you suddenly say, I can't work. If you can't get the time off, we'll find someone who's willing to work on Sunday. Fuck you. Voting. As election season accelerates, the Supreme Court has still not said what it will do in a case about the power of state legislatures to make rules for congressional and presidential elections without being checked by state courts. And this is the last one. In a case out of North Carolina, the justices were asked to essentially eliminate the power of state courts to strike down congressional districts drawn by legislatures on the grounds that they violate state constitutions. But there's a wrinkle. Since the justices heard arguments in the case in December, North Carolina State Supreme Court threw out the ruling the Supreme Court was reviewing after Republicans claimed control of that court. That could give the justices an out and let them dismiss the case without reaching a decision. The old pass the buck, let the state handle it. The high court could take up a similar case from Ohio and reach a decision there, but it wouldn't be until the 2024 election. Sounds fucked up. I don't care about that one. I'm already bored. All right. So that's what they're doing. Now, they already have all this shit written out. Uh, All this is, is basically meet and read the opinions. It's, It's been handled for months. So the court writes it out, how they feel. Maybe does some research on precedent and whatever, and uh, based on their, um, uh, whether they're conservative or liberal, and then they write their opinion. Now, Unfortunately, we have no leaks this year. I would love there to be some leaks so we could have this well in advance so everybody is already prepared for the big whatever it is that's about to happen. But no leaks this year. That's a bummer. Uh, 
Junt me harder says broken system, broken people. You see, I, I don't, I don't believe that. I believe it's uh, the best system available at the time. And people aren't broken. You see, you speak at extremes like that. I don't, I don't, I don't play that game. It's better than most, you know, better than most perfect. Of course not broken far from it, far from it. And the reason why we have it in place, the high court, this is it. The buck stops here. Once it's, once the decision is made, you can flush it. You can't do anything about it. Unless, of course, if it's abortion. Where in the great state of Michigan, they put it in front of the voters. They got the necessary signatures. We voted on it. And now you can kill your baby in the state of Michigan. You can still kill your baby in the state of Michigan. Uh, some states you cannot kill your baby. I am not about killing babies. People who kill babies, in my opinion, are going straight to hell. Fuck the baby killers. But it is their right, and they should be allowed to kill their baby. I'm not going to get in the way of these psychopaths killing their babies. Fuck that. Jesus. There's nothing worse than a woman is like, you're not going to tell me what I can do with my body. You're damn right I'm not. You're damn right I'm not. I don't know if any of you saw the trans boxer over the weekend. Oh my God, this was incredible. Now we've heard about um, uh, guys who are, well, people who are born dudes and then become chicks and then fight other chicks. But this is the other way around. And this is incredible to me. This person was a chick and became a dude and is now fighting dudes. Uh, we're talking about Patricio Manuel. Patricio Manuel got into boxing late, 37 years old. And um, fought starting his uh, boxing career, Matt Patricio, Pat Manuel, of course, named Pat. Uh, started fighting as a woman and then became a dude and is now undefeated in the super featherweight boxing category. Uh, Patricio is the one in the dark trunks with the yellow stripe fighting the Asian guy. Now, this Asian guy looks to have the boxing skills of like Arnold Horshack from Welcome Back, Cotter. Timely reference. But what Patricio doesn't look anything like a woman in any way, shape, or form. Full man beard, big muscles. You would never know that that was born a chick. How about that? Now that's the type of transgender thing I can get behind. fantastic i'll link it up so you can watch it on your own more on that because that's been being discussed too i've been hearing about um 
Uh, there's been some people that have been bitching about uh, people born dudes becoming females and then competing with women. I'm telling you, my idea of there has to be a separate division. Which like, well, then we won't have any athletes. I know. But you got to start somewhere. There's got to be a women's division, a men's division, a born man become and have become women's division and become women or born women become man's division. If you want, that's how you got to do this. That is the easiest way out of this. It's not fair to have a dude become a woman and then take women on in sports and they're significantly stronger, significantly faster. It's just not fair to the women that have worked their whole careers doing that. So that's where I stand on that. A lot of big, hard-hitting issues on the show today that I wanted to cover. That's good. Got it out of my system. That's what we talk about here. We t- I'm not afraid to talk. You never know, or you, you will never have, it will never be a mystery as to where I stand on things. Never will it be a mystery. Looks like Mitch and Shunt Me Harder are in a bit of a dispute back and forth. I love it. I love it. Go for it, you two. I'm not going to engage you. I stay in my lane. Okay? But if you guys want to duke it out, that's fine. I am KO says, yeah, fuck someone just trying to live through a medical complication. Mitch says, thank God for people like you, Eric Zane. Women should be forced to carry kids. Women should be forced to carry kids. I think you're saying shouldn't. Shouldn't be forced to carry kids without kidneys to full term. Shunt me harder. Some very graphic language. So sticking your dick in your pussy is always a choice. I think we're getting some typos on the chat. I'm not sure. Some of these aren't making sense. Mitch says, yeah, men getting raped is a lie. So these guys are duking, guys or girls, duking it out. Mitch says, I'm agreeing with you. I wake up all the time with my penis finding its way into my own vagina. He says, that wasn't a typo. I was fucking with you. (laughs) Oh, fair enough. I can never tell on the chat. The only time I can tell there's something on the chat is when Kenny is complaining. And let's hope he doesn't complain anymore. I don't think he'll complain anymore because I just, my little heart just can't take it. All right. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Oh my gosh. Uh, the mortgage experts at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage want to get you into a mortgage no matter where you are in the U.S. You too can be part of the American dream in owning a home. Call 231-332-6505 to get after it. Started on your pre-approval for the mortgage process. Whether it is your first mortgage or your 10th, they can help you at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage or perhaps get money out of your home. You got a high interest credit card bill you got to pay off, maybe home improvements. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Thank you.
Kent County Health Department. Still with us for the time being. If you need information on sexually transmitted infections and testing, the WIC program, or perhaps vaccinations for the little ones, you need the Kent County Health Department at accesskent.com or 616-632-7200. Thank you. Sarah Honda Granville. Head over to Sarah Honda Granville and test drive a brand new Sarah Honda vehicle today. After you find the one you like, you're well on your way to getting a brand new vehicle in your possession in just a couple of weeks. Head over to Sarah Honda Granville and test drive a vehicle today. Not to mention Michigan's largest selection of certified pre-owned vehicles at Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, Honda Granville, com the asshole of the day last week or um yeah yes last week friday was stockton rush that's the guy who cut corners in making the ocean gate submarine that killed all those people today's asshole of the day It has to be the lady I told you about, Phoebe Copaz. Who shot the Uber driver in the head as she was driving around El Paso to go see her boyfriend. Because she thought she was being kidnapped because she happened to see a sign that said, uh, Juarez, Mexico, exit. And then they kept going. What a stupid, stupid bitch. Jesus. That is going to do it. The podcast is in the books. Thanks to my friends at Wood TV for checking out the show. I'm so sorry you're dealing with all that nonsense with Star. Ridiculous. Have a good one, folks. I appreciate you. Talk to you on the Patreon. Check it out for free at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That's right. If you like this podcast, I got a whole other podcast to do today. Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. And sign up for seven days free. Are you kidding me? It's all there for you. Thanks, folks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious, ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H E R O.co.